is the Odd and Offbeats podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-migrating Louis Fox. I'm like a nice set of crows, seagulls, <laughs> heading south for the winter. I'm saying that because we're uh, recording here at the Seattle-Tacoma International Airport, our first episode from a airport. From an international airport. <laughs> you, are, you flew in, you're coming back from a gig, I'm headed to a gig down in California, and uh, we spent about an hour kibitzing, which I think is the word they say. Me drinking in the yes, yeah, so we, we drank in the Alaska Lounge, and now we're uh, we're recording at the the quietest place we could find at the airport, which is D twenty three. If you want to come hang out, yeah, it's a completely empty wing. And uh, Louis and I debated for a while on where was the quietest place in the airport, and I think I hands down. Was right. Till next time we cross paths, we go out to the A gate, and then you'll see. This is like this is this hidden gem right here, man. It's like an empty wing, and uh, they used it for nuclear bombs for a while. It's like the bottom of the uh, Denver airport. This is where they used to torture uh, uh, Guantanamo Bay. Guantanamo Bay. (laughs) Pre Guantanamo. It's like nothing going on down here. uh, It's like where all the airport employees essentially like take their breaks. Yeah, there's a pilot with some noise canceling headphones, and a dude we're annoying, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Who was like, what the hell is happening? So you're heading off to Oakland. Yeah, so I'm headed to California to do some shows, and this will be the last few shows I'm doing uh, before I take a six-month break to uh, have a baby. You taking a dad batical? Yeah, I'm I'm pregnant, and uh, yeah, taking uh, six months off, man. So this is this is the last fair for me for a while. Nice. What about you, man? How was uh, how was your gig, and now how is it going? Getting ready to go back home. So I was just in Auburn, California, and the place was literally on fire. There was a huge wildfire, the Mosquito Fire, if you want to gig- Google that bad boy. A mosquito caused the fire? Yeah. <laughs> just wings. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's, the, it's like off Mosquito Ridge. Gotcha. Uh, it was about 10 miles from us. Uh-huh. So the first day when the fire started, it was cool. There's like a cool pillar of smoke going up. And then the second day, all the smoke landed, and uh, I was glad I had my N95 mask. Oh, really? Did you wear them like, during your shows and no, stuff? No, not or? during the show, but every other time I did. Oh, my goodness. Jeez. I, they didn't cancel the fair or anything? No. There was rumors that the fair was canceled, so they had to make all these videos like... Look. It's not canceled. Look at it. It's just the, it's just the fairgrounds are on fire. Yeah. We're still doing it. <laughs> it's not the first time I've done a fairground that's on fire, too. <laughs> it's just the Ferris wheel's completely <laughs> melted, but we're still doing yeah. it. It's safe. It's safe. <laughs> that was Darth Vader over there, but now it's just uh, melted plastic. <laughs> but I was talking, it was crazy. So I was talking to these firefighters who were the EMTs at the fair, and they were telling me, they're like, oh, tomorrow the smoke's really going to drop because the wind shifts on Wednesdays. So I was like, whatever. And then, like, sure as crap, the next day, the wind shifted and like it was really? crazy smoky. I mean, I think that's just the way of the future. I think it's just wildfire on the west, all over the place. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not going to be wildfire anymore. It's be regular fires. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty pretty much. <laughs> all right, Louis. Well, uh, let's get to some stories, man. Let's do it. Let's 
get to some weird news. The story comes from ESPN.com. That's a news source more reliable than a tennis umpire with Tourette's. Uh, you don't think they could pull it off? 13 love. Quiet, please. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet, please. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck everybody. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're, uh, I don't know what's more sort of whole, I don't know if holistic, reverent, uh, the audience has to be either golf or tennis. It's sort of like Why the is same, it right? The two widest sports you have to be like super quiet at. Yeah. What's up with that, man? Yeah. It's like old timey. It has to be like old timey tradition, right? Yeah. What's a wider sport? Lacrosse? Uh, yeah ultimate ultimate frisbee (laughs) hacky sack water polo actually hacky sack's pretty diverse because they're it's real popular in south america well and i think i would imagine the thing with all these is like the it has to do with the barrier to entry and access to urban areas i think with a lot of these things to where like you know like if you are a poor kid you can't play golf it's not yeah same with, I mean, tennis, maybe there's a little more access, but not. More. Or bobsledding. <laughs> there's the, that's the, the least inclusive sport. You, you got to find. Entry level to bobsledding is so hard. You got to find four other dudes to help you out. You got to get a bobsled. You got to get that bobsled up a mountain. You got to build a bobsled track. Yeah. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. I've never seen that movie. You've never seen? I'm just assuming uh, that was a cool, cool Runnings. Correct. Correct. Oh man, it's good. Cool Runnings is amazing, dude. I saw I saw the Eagle, which is like a similar story with skiing, if I recall. Again, white people. <laughs> oh, what? No, in the Eagle, one of the, the guy has Down syndrome or something. Yeah, if I recall, uh, and then he gotcha. ends up being like a ski thing, right? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. The, but the cool – is that Eagle based on a true story? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the Jamaican bobsled – that's the thing, dude, is like if I lived in a weird country like that – not that Jamaica is weird, but if I lived in a place that didn't have snow, I would just be like try and start – be on the Olympic team for anything. You're like, what are you on for? Um, lava balancing? <laughs> What? <laughs> but like you know what I mean? Like that that's essentially how they got in because like no one in the Caribbean, you know, does bobsled. Mm-hmm. Well that's and the, so uh that's the uh weird world record thing as you go, okay, I'm gonna find something obscure and break a world record. Yes, exactly. Like juggling and changing your clothes or bouncing bubbles. Yeah, which all of us, both you and I both have records of just people <laughs> things that people aren't dumb enough to do. Yep. All right, so anyways, (laughs) get back to the story. Uh, Two fans removed from U.S. Open quarterfinal match after haircut prank at Arthur Ashe Stadium. I would argue they weren't fans. They were just two dudes cutting hair in the stands. Oh, you think that this guy was cutting hair first and then they just built a tennis match around him? (laughs) Yes, he's like, this is our land. I would like to acknowledge this land belongs to the native barbers. (laughs) <laughs> well, it gets into it a little bit later on who who this person is, and it says there was quite a hairy situation the U.S. Open on Tuesday night. Well, you know, two men's. Let me just throw this back. In episode one sixty six, we talked about New York changing its barber laws so that um, it wouldn't be 
illegal to do like haircuts on a Sunday. This is it's a slippery slope. Once you make haircuts legal on Sunday, they're cutting hair at the U.S. Open. It's just how it goes. Yeah, and you know you are a big proponent of haircuts in weird places. In episode sixty-eight, I got a haircut in a motel parking lot from a traveling barber. <laughs> and would you? Uh, okay, so let's 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 get let's clarify what's happening here. So two men stay in Arthur Ashe Stadium seats was um cut short after one buzzed the other's head right there in the stands while Nick Kurgios and Karen Kachaknov played their quarterfinal. You know it's amazing though this was the most memorable thing of that match was the uh, haircut it was kind of like oh really see i thought it was that there's a dude named karen (laughs) is 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 that a dude i don't is it yeah yeah nick kirgios is like a pretty famous tennis player yeah okay i just assumed they were co-ed by now Okay, no, they, they don't. They still they still go by traditional gender uh, heaps. Right, so that's okay. But you know, in keeping with that theme, it was a barber cutting a dude's hair versus a yes. hairstylist cutting a guy's hair. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> they had clippers and the sort of cape a barber usually uses to keep a customer clean. Soon enough, social media users were excited about how a YouTuber known for his pranks had pulled this one off. I'm sure it's not a hard prank to pull. You just got to get two tickets. That's all you need. No, because yeah, when, right? when you walk in, it's like, hey, you have your clear backpack we can see through? Oh, those are just hair clippers. Okay, keep going. Yeah, right? It's going to be like the airport where they're like, you can only bring um, nose hair trimmers <laughs> in an unlimited quantity through. Yeah, I mean, I, it's not like they were... Uh... Okay, hold on. I'll keep going. Uh, Tournament security removed the two from the match. When someone saw it, security went to the two individuals. They were escorted out of their seats and then off the grounds for disruption of play. U.S. Tennis Association spokesperson Brenda McIntyre said, adding, there's a first time for anything. I would be like, you show me where on my ticket it says I can't give a haircut. Yeah, right? And it's like, they're not really quite saying how it's disruptive. I mean, was it like an actual barbershop where there's like seven dudes sitting around talking about the weather? He's shaking his newspaper. He's got the straight razor on that strip of leather. Was he, did he not put out his barbershop permit? (laughs) The little picture on the wall with his little little mugshot. (laughs) They They had to look him up and realize it was a prank and they didn't want that part of a youtube sketch and so they kicked him out because i don't see why that would be so disruptive yeah and here's the thing if you're such an elite athlete you can folk you can like tune out someone getting a haircut in the stands yeah unless they were like blow drying (laughs) out the hair (laughs) he's got the big thing that goes on his head (laughs) yeah the the perm thing He's got the six of them down the row. <laughs> There's a line of people waiting. Yeah. He's, he's got the little door that goes ding anytime someone walks in. He's got a row of egg timers for everyone. He's given manicures. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't see why this is problematic. You know, I, I know that, you know, tennis, you have to be quiet or they'll kick you out. But I don't see why this would be why how this is not quiet. Well, I just don't get how these elite athletes can't play with noise. And if that is yeah. the thing, invest in some good uh, Bose noise-canceling headphones and get on with it. That's what's crazy, right? I mean, it's like basketball. They're dealing with people just shouting at them like from three feet away, right? They're like People are actually on the court yeah. and shouting at them while they play. Tennis, you can't like yeah. have a dude go yeah. 
can't, can't go. How, how 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 do you want your sideburns? <laughs> yeah, it's super silly. Uh, yeah. What do you think, Louie? Would you get a haircut from this guy at a tennis match? I think that's my next haircut is going to be at a, some sort of sporting event. That would be the most expensive haircut you've ever had. <laughs> I think maybe that's what they're going for is like the world record for the most expensive haircut. Well, and I don't get it. Like, you know, because at like, the, let's say the Seattle Mariners, like the baseball team in Seattle, they'll have haircut night where you can go and get your haircut. <laughs> do, do they have haircut night? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they'll have oh, buzz cut they had night. Buzz, yeah, yeah, they had like Jay Buhner buzz cut night. Yeah, they still do that. So I don't know. How I much, just think this how is much kind of do you tip the ballpark uh, buzz cut? A ten percent of what it costs, right? I mean, so it costs probably five hundred dollars for tickets to the thing. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> expensive. That's what I'm saying. I'm moving into it. <laughs> All right, I like it. Yep. News story part there. This story comes from timeofisrael.com. That's a news source more reliable than having your band's merch logo printed on a swastika. Uh, wait, I'm not, I didn't follow that one. I was trying to get a play on sticker, but uh, it did not land. <laughs> okay. Uh, do swastikas just float around in the world? <laughs> you know, it's funny. The ad I get on this page, we'll get to the title of the story, this will make more sense, is for stickers. Oh, really? Yes. Mine is for worst habit that harms your knees. <laughs> so apparently I need new merch for my show and you need some calcium. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. All right. So this story goes, it's not far from where I live, actually. It says Oregon Swastika Mountain to be renamed. It's going to be renamed Hitler Peak. <laughs> Mussolini. <laughs> Ridge. Uh, Mount Mussolini Mountain. <laughs> Mount, Mount Mussolini. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 50 miles southeast of Eugene, Oregon, reaching an elevation of more than 4,000 feet, lies Swastika Mountain. What? It's I, un- And you have, are you, were you aware of this? No, I had no idea. I've never even heard of it. Okay. I feel like this is not true. <laughs> oh, you don't? You I mean, don't think this is fake, fake news? I mean, it's coming from time of Israel. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, it's, 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 this news has reached Israel. <laughs> it's gotten, gotten that far. <laughs> it's unknown how many Jews have climbed it. That's like the weirdest sentence I think I've ever read. Yeah. And like, is there a, a tally? Like you go up when you <laughs> hike the mountain. You, you, you... Do they have to register at the base of the mountain before they go up? Oh, that's... <laughs> yeah. It's like how many, how many uh, Polish people have climbed this as well? Yeah, it's, it's it's this is a weird sentence, but but the unfortunate name, nearly a century old, will likely soon be replaced thanks to efforts of a local resident. Oh, finally, According- after a hundred years, uh, someone's finally like, you know what we should do? We should rename that mountain. Well, it is it, it does get into it quite a bit about like where the name came from and how long it's been around and other things that have the name, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's weird that like one person was like spearheading this. <laughs> movement yeah versus and like a not a huge group of people yeah according to willamette week resident joyce mcclain discovered the mountain's existence last year and petitioned the volunteer run oregon geographic names names board to change it 
At you a know, meeting this month, the- my favorite previous work of Joyce McLean was in Die Hard. She was Bruce Willis. She did great wife. work. She did great work <laughs> as the slighted wife who was conflicted, but falls back in love with her husband. Yeah, at the end saved- when she's like, the, the name's not Gennaro, it's McLean. You're like, yeah. That Joyce McLean is die hard about changing the name of this mountain. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That was a nice segue back to the story. (laughs) At a meeting this month, the board said it would support a name change to Mount Halo, named after Chief Halito, who led the area's indigenous Yankala Kalapua tribe in the 1800s. All right, so a couple things. Why wouldn't you name it Mount Halito? Yeah. So I feel Uh, like they're trying to keep it super Euro. They're like, we're going to change the name so it's not offensive Euro, but we're still keeping it Euro. And we also like the game Halo, so there's also that. We're, we also addition. have a sponsorship with <laughs> Microsoft sponsored the name change. Now, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto doesn't have a native leader that shares the same name. So, this is Mount, Halo. This is Mount stabbing prostitutes. <laughs> the uh, name change is pending tribal. Oh, go ahead. Do you have something? So, have you ever been to Yonkala, Oregon? I have. Yes. I did a gig there uh, with a friend of ours, and we were looking for the bar, and uh, we asked someone. They go, oh, it's right next to the police station, the fire station, and the uh, city hall. I'm like, oh, so it's like a city hall building? He goes, it's a trailer. <laughs> the bar is? No, the, the police station, fires, oh. all the same trailer. It was one trailer. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. It's all the same guy? <laughs> I think it might have been. One guy is a police officer, fire chief, mayor, and judge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the town the town puts his bill for his uh, split personality uh, visits. <laughs> the name change is pending tribal approval, but could be implemented as soon as next year. That's, the history. I was gonna say, that's crazy that it needs to be approved. You can't just change it. Be like, we're honoring this. They could go, no, we don't want your honor. Yeah. Right? They're like, no, keep I, I mean, honestly, if I was the tribe, we'd be like, no, you keep it a swastika mountain just so that you have some uneasiness in your past. Well, yeah, so that we show that the white man is the worst ever. Exactly. The history of swastika mountain predates Nazi Germany. It was named after how after the now defunct town of swastika, which in turn acquired its name because a local rancher used to brand his battle, his cattle with the symbol. Before the Nazis turned the swastika into a globally recognized symbol of hate, it signified good fortune and well-being in Hinduism, Buddhism, and Jainism. Can you imagine those cows walking around? It's like anyone now walking around like with, with the Charlie Chaplin mustache. It just is not going to fly. Those yeah, yeah. You know, I, you know, we've talked about this in the past that I have a Charlie Chaplin tattoo on my shoulder and that I get some weird comments about it sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. I also don't know what Jainism is. What is that? Um, it's clearly where you really love Jane's addiction. Did have you heard of that religion before? No, no. I mean, I'm assuming it's some some Eastern religion since it's, it's an ancient in. Indian religion. Jainism is considered to be eternal dharma with the Tirthankars guiding. Okay, it's uh, Jain dharma is an ancient Indian religion. Huh, interesting. What, I've never even heard of that before. Wasn't Dharma a spinoff of Beavis and Butthead? Wasn't that the girl in Beavis and Butthead? Yeah, I believe it was. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, so the, if you didn't know that, the swastika, that's what the Nazis were famous for. They appropriated 
sim symbology from around the world and then sort of took it in because it was like you know like it like you see buddhas and they'll have the swastika on the chest of the buddha and mm -hmm. not knowing that you're like what's up with that buddha yeah well we were at some cowboy town in wyoming and all the buildings had them and we we're like this is a oh, yeah. friendly welcoming town but i actually think those were actual swastikas <laughs> 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 the saga of Swastika Mound is hardly the first time people have sought a name change for a local landmark named after the symbol. In 2017, the town of Puslinch in Ontario, Canada, voted against renaming a privately owned road called Swastika Trail, despite the advocacy of groups including Benai Birth Brith Canada. You know, I think, though, it's, it's a private road. You can call it whatever you want, right? I think the main problem is it's a town called Puslinch. <laughs> <laughs> No cats named in that after, town. No cats. Yeah, named after uh, the a long history of hanging kitties for practicing witchcraft. <laughs> Those cats. Uh, let's start worst. at Puss Lynch, changing the name of Puss Lynch before we name Swast rename Swastika Trail. Yes. <laughs> the battle over Swastika Trail continued for years with the court ruling in 2019 against efforts to force the town to change the name. The Canadian House of Commons took up the cause in 2021, but the name still stands today, as does the name of the small town of Swastika, Ontario. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. like, it, It's kind of interesting because of the history of these towns. They're named after the name of the symbol. So it's like mm, someone ruined the symbol, but it's still like it's still valid, I think. Yeah, but I don't know about the name. I mean, why? What's you should change the name if it's like swast. No one's using swastikas anymore. Yes, yes, I like, guess that is for that is forever done. Same with the the Hitler mustache. That's forever done. Unless there was some weird thing where you're like my great 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 grandpa invented the symbol in for in Asia, and then you go, okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, you just I don't I mean I don't know. On the opposite end of the spectrum, an effort in 1933 to change the name of Swastika Avenue in Montreal was opposed by a Jewish alderman at the time who said the name is carried by a lane which is quite appropriate to the name. It is infested with rats. <laughs> so I, like, I was like, this is a crappy road, so let's keep the potentially offensive name. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of crazy. I mean, so, I mean, it's interesting that the history predates Nazi Germany. Yep. Um, yep. And that it's sort of after this rancher. I mean, that's kind of interesting. But yeah, I mean, I think at some at some point when things are named after some someone who is problematic and or something that is problematic, I think it's fine to change the name. Yeah, know, I think so. that name's going to go on, and then uh, then people are going to ask questions like, why? What the hell? Like, or it's going to attract the wrong sort. It's going to be all oath keepers on your street, and you're like, I got to sell. Yeah, why is this called uh, Incest Mountain? <laughs> Because well, no, it's after this this guy named Incest. It's after my family lineage. <laughs> I don't know, you know, right? So I just think like changing the name's good, and I don't know why these people in Puss Lynch, Ontario, is uh, they're you know fighting they're it. fighting fighting it. Yeah, nope, I wouldn't fight it. What do you think, Louis? Um, I think it's good that someone's trying to change it. I just wish they would give it like name it Mount Halito, not Mount Halo. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, like it.
That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. If you have any news stories you want to send us, you can do so by sending it to info at You could also support us by clicking on the Patreon link on our website. Yeah, just go to oddandoffbeat.com, hit the Patreon button for as little as a couple bucks a day. I can send you a jar full of smoky air. Absolutely. <laughs> or a couple bucks a month, sorry. <laughs> it's even cheaper. And- where can the fine people see you this week, Louie? From the, oh, on the 20th, you can catch me um, saying how nice my wife's new hairdo looks. She's going to the uh, salon. Oh, did you have that scheduled in the calendar? Yes, in the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Reminder Remember to also. compliment my wife. You know, it's funny. <laughs> so right before I left last week, I got my hair cut, dyed my hair, because uh, I'm, going, I'm going super gray. So uh, I, I, you didn't even notice. That's how natural it looks. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> well, you know, I don't really pay too much attention. To, I had know. gotten my hair cut and dyed. My wife didn't notice. And then finally, she's like, oh, I know she got your haircut. I'm like, anything else? She's like, no. And I'm like, I have no gray. She's like, eh. And I'm actually Polynesian now. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually Australian. Oi. Uh, then from the 22nd to the 25th, you can catch me at the Douglas County, or the Cochise County Fair in Douglas, Arizona. Oh. I'm hoping to hop over the border and get some uh, Mexican food. Cochise, Cochise is what? Cochise. Any of you done this one before? No. Oh, okay. Cool. No, this is one I was scheduled for last year. It was a 2020 contract. Uh, scheduled for last year, and then I couldn't get a hold of the, the, the booker. Uh-huh. So I run into her like two weeks before, and I took another gig because I couldn't yeah. get a contract or anything. She's like, hey, I'm looking forward to seeing you in two weeks. I'm like, mm. No contract. Yeah. So we're, did we Did she sign a contract this time? <laughs> oh, same thing. We have a verbal agreement that I'm showing up regardless of whether I've heard from her. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what she said? Yes. She's like, just be there. Yeah, that's what we deserve. Oh, there so. you go. There you go. Yeah. Where can they catch you? I am going to be hanging out, not doing anything from the 20th to the 26th. Uh, actually, I'm not doing anything at all the rest of September. Nice. So this is pretty great. I have a memorial, sadly, that I have to visit, to go to. And then uh, I'm also going to go see Hamilton. Okay, which is also which is a, a memorial. Sort of somewhat of a memorial. A story of a sad... Uh, telling a, a telling of a sad story. Yes. Um, so, yeah. That's that's it, man. And I'm, uh, I'm on... I'm on stay-at-home dad duties yes. for uh, for the next few months. The best is, what, Erica's not due till December? Yeah. So <laughs> you've, got, you've got to practice. you got to ease into stuff. Oh, yeah, man. Well, this is the time because I have been sort of shirking my responsibilities as a reading up on stuff. So uh, I'm going to, you know, I'm sort of like, you know, cramming for a test. You're doing some speed reading? You're like, yeah. Here, here's all I learned from the baby class when Ella was born to get her out of the hospital. No matter how mad you are, don't shake the baby. Yeah, yeah. That was, I had to listen to 90 minutes of that. I've sort of already been practicing my anchor management with dolls, <laughs> and so I've punched the baby, and I've spat on it, and I've dropped it, but I didn't shake it, yeah, so that's okay. Go. I kicked it three times <laughs> yeah. and rolled it down some stairs. <laughs> so that's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening, and stay weird.